0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of It's Worth Living. We just want to thank all of our listeners
1: for tuning in. Um, It's Worth Living would not be possible without um, any of you or all of you. And so for that, myself and Pete, we just want to say thank you Um, to our new listeners. Welcome. Um, We hope that uh, all of the, um, the topics, all of the past um episodes uh, that you haven't had a chance to listen to that you may go back and um, listen after listening to this um, episode. And if there's anything that you can take back for yourself or to um, share with someone else, um, please do so. Um, as you know, every episode we often talk about a topic or something that um, someone has either shared with us or myself and Pete, um, we took the time to, um, discuss it. And so this episode, we're discussing something that is very, um, it happens often and it's having to, um, prove yourself often. Mm -hmm. Um, many times in the past, we've known that many people have made mistakes, especially with, um, loved ones, sometimes with parents, siblings, whatever it is. And, um, you are forgiven, quote unquote, but um, you have to constantly prove yourself. You may be in situations where someone has to, you know, they tell you, "Well, I don't believe you. Um, how do I know your? How do I know what it is that you're saying is true?" And I know that that might not be the case for everyone, because we know that everyone's situation is different. But there are times where individuals did, you know, they made a mistake, and um, never repeated it again, but having to justify every time they are around that one person or people that they consider um, close, they have to constantly prove that what it is that they're saying is from the heart. It's true. It's genuine. Um, but it is very difficult for other people to believe it. Um, so, Pete, um, if you don't mind jumping in, sort of sharing your thoughts um, in regards to this topic prove yourself. What do you think?
0: Uh, as humans, we have trust issues. As humans, we are fallible. Um, but for some reason, um, you know, if we make mistakes or if something <laughs> is happening with us, we tend to have uh, an issue, especially with our loved ones, the people that we care about. We have to prove ourselves in order for them to trust us. Not because they didn't before, or maybe, you know, we lost it or some, whatever the, the, the case is, but in the long run, that person never had peace anymore because they feel like, okay, in order to do this, or even talk about this, I have to prove myself to my friends, family, or anybody who are, uh, anybody who's around me just because the mistake was made before. Mm-hmm. So, so now, I'm wondering, is that a life to live? Is that a way to live to having to prove yourself on a a regular basis? We Mm -hmm. understand with the the judicial system, the criminal system, you know, if somebody went to jail, it comes back and bite you every time because every time you have to apply for a job, every time you have to do this, do that, you can't have a criminal record and that becomes the thorn on your back forever. But does that apply to everything? Does that mean... Every time you walk and open your mouth, you have to prove that, oh, I'm no longer a criminal. Uh, yeah, that happened. I was the wrong place, wrong time. Is that something that you have to do every time to everyone in your life, just because you did make a mistake or just because something happened, even if you weren't, uh, uh guilty or accomplice of it, but because you had to serve because of the wrong place, wrong time. You know how many people I've seen who are, who've been in that situation does that mean that person has to now walk with a sign saying, okay, I did this and I promise not to do it again for people to actually believe?
1: Very interesting, Pete. Um, and and to our listeners, in regards to this topic, you know what came up to mind, Pete? Hmm. Oftentimes um you'll hear this. Well, he went out and got this pair of shoes or whatever and I didn't know about it. So you know there's different scenarios where you're like, oh man, I don't want to find out I don't want him to find out. So I'll buy this and when they find it like really? So this is a little different. <laughs> this is a little different. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that, you know, um, you know hiding things from loved ones is right is good as well. But in regards to proving your proving yourself, this is goes a little bit deeper as it pertains to um relationship and not just in a relationship with a um with your mate but relationship as friends in general how can i trust you for example if you've stolen if you've lied about a situation where you've been those are a little bit more deeper those are the prove it yourself um this is what this topic is sort of um uh, um this is what we're discussing um, having to prove yourself um in a relationship and oftentimes maybe you've never you've never done anything wrong but maybe your spouse or your loved one your mate depending on their past experience because they may have seen you coming late from work and you said it to them or hanging out with their friends they're assuming that you are you were somewhere else and you're not lying mm-hmm. does that make sense that's what we're kind of Talk. That's what that's what we're discussing. Yeah. Disproving it yourself. Yeah. And I think that in both cases, it's so difficult because um, let's say the person that is being accused that they've never really done anything wrong, um, and they are genuinely telling you the truth, they're now in so much stress because they love you and they want this thing to work, but they're constantly having to um tell you everything, having to prove to you, show you, listen, I'm not lying, I'm not. And so the relationship really does not grow, it doesn't progress, because everyone is still walking on a thin line. While one is being accused, the accuser is constantly trying to um, pamper, trying to, um, um, I don't know, if he just constantly trying to find things mm-hmm. to prove to you that, um, this is not who I am. Mm-hmm. And I think that can definitely put a strain on the relationship in the long run.
0: It's not so much that the person who uh, uh, who's being doubted, they made the mistake, it could have been some ex- an experience that the, uh, your partner or your friend or your, your loved one went through with the previous relationship. And now it's taking a toll on this current relationship because they're not fully understanding why you know, somebody would do something like this. And they always feel like somebody is doing something like this to them. You see what I mean? So, so it makes things a little harder for this new relationship to unfold because they're being doubted from the previous experience that the, this person had with someone else. You see what I'm saying? It's like paying for somebody else's mistake type of situation.
1: And it, it gets so hard because... um I think in in both cases, you know, whether the person that's accusing or the one that's, you know, getting the brunt of, uh, of, of what the other person is is accusing them of, it just lets you know that it really and truly. For the accuser, for the one that's accusing, I think it comes down to having a real deep conversation. Even get you know, in order for the relationship to even move forward. Before it turns into something ugly, and you know, you may say something or do something that you regret. Both parties have to really sit down and ask themselves, you know, is the direction that we're taking is it helping us or is it going to hurt us in the long? Because the both of both parties can't live, or even if it's a friendship, a friendship cannot thrive in a situation like that because it's 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 stressful. Um, um you constantly have to watch your back, you constantly have to prove, you're constantly having to um, um um do things that's not natural. Yeah, it doesn't
0: flow. Yeah, you walk on an eggshell because you're free, yeah. Anything and it's not good and so, so as the previous accusation that was that was first put. The thing is we yeah. all have idiosyncrasies, we all have our little issues, we all have things. But the thing is, once you've accepted the person... Now, yeah. don't get me wrong. Sometimes some people are not open enough for the other person to know, get to know that. So yeah. It, that also becomes another issue because the person is not sure what you're capable of because you're not open enough to let them know what, how you feel about, uh, about certain things, good or bad. That way, the person uh, who's accusing you feels like, okay, yeah, because you're so closed up, anything is possible. Yeah. And that makes things a little tough for the relationship in general. Mm -hmm. So going
1: back to the um, person accusing, my suggestion, you know, Pete and all I can do is make suggestions is um, look within yourself and do some self-reflection. If you really genuinely love your partner or even your friends, you need to have some time to really talk and just explain to them. If even if you're not ready to 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 dive into everything that took place, which is what's you know, but you should at least speak about some of the triggers, and 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 then figuring out why um, it keeps coming back. Mm-hmm. If the person isn't doing anything um, um, to justify your questioning, you have to really sit back and ask yourself where is this coming from, because there's some underlying trauma. Or or, or issues that has to be resolved. And if you have a close relationship with that person, that's when you may have to be vulnerable and share with them, hey, um, I'm really struggling with this right now. And I'm sorry that I have to constantly bring this up, but I realize that I have not fully healed from the past. And so when I hear you say this, or I see you do that, it brings back memories and I realized that I need to take time to work on that. Now, again, if, if, if this is a relationship and I, I can't tell people what to do in a relationship and how to go about it, but I think it's important to speak to someone. And when you speak to a professional and if that's what's needed and your partner, the both of you have to decide how we move forward. And the same goes for the person that's being accused, right? If you're constantly being accused, you have to sit back rather than having to prove yourself. You have to sit back and tell this person that's accusing you, hey, whatever it is, whatever nickname you give each other. Um, you know, I realized that for the past couple of months, I've had to prove myself. I have to go above and beyond to show you that um, the things that you're seeing I'm doing is not true. Um, to be honest, I do care about our relationship. I do care about our friendship. But I realize that if I constantly or consistently live this way, it's not healthy for me. It's not healthy for you. It's not healthy for us. Our relationship can't move forward in this way. Um, I do want our relationship to evolve into something better. But if it continues this way, it cannot. And so I think at the end of the day, The accusee, you have to, if that's a word, you have to um, really sit back as hard as it may be. You may have to set some boundaries as well and say, you know what, this might be a little too much for me. And unless we make some changes, um, we may have to really make some serious decisions to avoid Anything worse
0: happening is well, I think the accused is the word, not the (laughs) accuser. The the accused (laughs) that's the term, not accused, accuser, not accusing. Okay, but anyway, so basically, the the sometimes we're thinking, okay, the accused is the only one being hurt, when in reality, the person who's accusing is not doing it out of uh, uh uh trying to sabotage the relationship either, it's because they've had. Things about that happen to them that they feel okay. Yes, they need to work on. They might be working on it, and then you come into their lives, and then you we're assuming everything is okay until that starts happening, and you wonder, okay, yeah, maybe she's hurt too, or he's hurt too. You know, that's why something brought some memories that is painful, and that person is trying to deal with it, but now they feel like someone else who they care about or care about them is uh, doing the same thing that was uh is repeating the same thing that happened in the past so it's really on, on both sides it's really about you know like you said communication and you said a key thing earlier about uh, you know being being uh, uh uh triggered and and I think that should be a whole topic in its own because it's, mm-hmm. it's such a, a such a such a hard thing for people to understand because Sometimes it, it is just a sound, sometimes it is uh, a physical reaction, sometimes it is just a memory or something that you do that triggers a memory and then that also brings other pain that was pre- uh, previously uh, 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 um, caused to that person. So now it, it becomes a whole, more th- a whole lot of things. But either way, if you know that the person does have a trigger, try to stay away from it. Hopefully we'll have another topic that co- talks about that specifically because there's a whole lot to say about triggers but the idea is yep. if you trigger the person you know that something would hurt them if you if it, if that's the case it would be good to apologize because you don't necessarily if you care for that person you don't necessarily want to put them in a position where you trigger them because of something that they've experienced in the past and then you say nothing about it as if you don't care but if you care about that person it's always good it Yeah, talk to them and then see where it goes from there
1: yeah another thing too um even for that person that's being um, accused I think it's so important that's when maturity comes in He's where you have to really um, sit down and, and ask yourself while you're doing self-reflection and you have to really say you know what um, what, what I'm being accused of it may be true um, and I may have been lying for a long time but I'm going to um, man up or woman up and say you know what um, I've made mistakes and I realize that I'm not going to change. And you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. I can't change. I realize that this is something that I can't stop doing. And so maybe it's best if we X, Y, Z. So now I think once it's out on the table, then the person who's doing the accusing or feeling a certain way can make a decision. Again, I'm not saying that's in every situation, but I do think that if the person has um, evidence of something that's being done, I think that's important for the other person to say, you know what, yep, I've made mistakes. I've done this, I've done that. Um, It's been hurtful. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do it. I didn't mean to hurt you, but I realize that while I would like to be with you and work things out, I'd like our relationship to flourish, but I also understand and know that what you're asking for, I'm not ready to give up, or I don't think I can. Mm-hmm. And, and, so, how do we move forward?
0: You'll be surprised mm-hmm. because there's so many different lifestyles these days. You'll be surprised to see what the person is okay with. Okay.
1: Mm.
0: So, if you let out, at least the person won't be surprised. They won't be hurt, and neither will you. Or you, or no, you will you feel like you have to hide anything because you both are on the same page and you both accept each other. The thing is, the idea is. To relieve yourself of the burden and l- just lay it out. Now the thing is, there has to be a case where there is such a thing, like a burden or something like that. But if not, it, it, if it is on the other side, it's still it's still a, a good thing to talk to them about it to see to make sure that both parties are on the same page. That way, everybody mm-hmm. knows what's happening, and you know you can.
1: Yeah, yeah. You a know what, Pete? Mm-hmm. I realize as we get older, or as we um we mature in, you know, in this life, mm-hmm. you realize how important it is to have people or persons around you that can genuinely tell you how they feel. Mm-hmm. They've lived life, they've experienced life long enough to say, you know what? This is who I am. Mm-hmm. Is this something that you can do with? This is what I enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. Is this something? They're not hiding it. They're not sugarcoating. Mm-hmm. They realize that, you know what? In the past, either I've done it or someone has done it to me, it doesn't feel good, it never felt good, but now I'm being open, not even vulnerable, but being honest. Because, you know, a lot oftentimes we like to use the word vulnerable everything, but the person's like, I'm just being who I am, truly telling you.
0: Yeah, being who you are is not a vulnerability, it's more of, of being in openness. Vulnerable is something yeah. you're trying to hold back, you, you feel ashamed of, us. you feel like it would hurt you or something like that if other people knows about it. If you are expressing who you are and you want it to be public, and that so that when they, when they, somebody see you, they know you don't tolerate this, you don't do that. That's not being vulnerable per se. It's just being open up to who you are, and that is completely okay. And the more you do that, the easier it is for you to live without having to worry about it.
1: Yep. And you know you have to genuinely, you really have to appreciate those individuals, Pete, because, um, like I said, when they're telling you like it is. You, you have, I think it's, it's you, you know not you know I would say obligated, but I think it's it's also fair to let the person know exactly where you stand because they share with you, mm-hmm. and those, I think those are some some of the you know some of the best people or greatest people to to have around because I think that's to grow and it helps you to grow as well to become a better version of. Um, you know
0: who who you're created to be. Oh, sounds good. I mean, it, it feels like we basically covered. Hopefully, the audience would take uh, notes and and uh, and try to put that into practice because we know how tough it can be, holding things back or being accused of certain things or accusing other people. Because sometimes you care for the yeah. you don't necessarily necessarily want to accuse them, but you feel the need to speak up if it isn't fair to you. That's completely understandable. Hopefully. Um, you know, if you're in a situation similar to that, you just uh, try to see if, if which part of this conversation will help you and move for, help you move forward. Anything else you want to point out before we close out this episode?
1: Um, again, like you said Pete, for anyone that's, that's being challenged in this area and you're finding difficulty, whether it's in a friendship, whether it's in a relationship, or even within yourself, trying to be Honest with yourself and trying to figure out who you are. Mm-hmm. One of the most important things to do is live a life of integrity. To do right even when no one else is looking. Um, for those that you know that you want around you, that you want to grow with, uh, be honest with them. If they're doing something that you know for them it may be comfortable for you it's uncomfortable. You should say something. Um, and I think that um, it'll go a long way. It'll go a long way. With-
0: Definitely, definitely. I mean, even if it is not something about, growing, like even if it is not a relationship or something that is permanent, but even if you just having someone in your life that you care for, it's always good to talk to them about these things. That way they're able to believe and trust in you and vice versa. As always, we want to remind everyone, I am remarkably made. You are remarkably made. We're all remarkably made.
1: And therefore... It's worth living.